When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. I always think this is a song from like the 1960s with that start. I don't know why. Yeah. It sounds like something that you would have heard. Summer of 64. It's the Pixies. Did you ever play the Pixies? I don't remember playing the Pixies. We might have. Alternative rock. I don't remember playing the Pixies, no. That station down there in Jersey, 106.3. The country station now. It's country now, but it was... Uh, Modern Rock at the Jersey Shore. Yeah, when you were doing a morning show yes. there. Prior to that, it was FM 106.3. It was like alternative rock before alternative rock was like on the radio. Okay. At the Pixies, they definitely played back then. Yeah. That's where I heard the song. Well, we were... Yeah, and, and we were just a different version of that. We were FM 106.3, and then they had the tagline, Modern Rock at the Jersey Shore. Yeah. And then it went to... Oh, what the hell did it go to? G1063. Yes, G1063, yeah. where it got more commercial alternative. Yes, yes. They but tried I, to be K-Rock. Which did not work. Yeah, that did not work. They, well, I shouldn't say it didn't work. They sold. Oh, they sold their station. Yes, okay. correct. Long time ago. The Morning Wreck. That was fun. With Jerry Recco. How long thought, did you do that for? One year. Oh, okay. I think, it, yeah, one year. That must have been a nice commute. It was great, and I remember complaining about getting up at 4 o'clock. <laughs> Who knew 2.30 would be in my future? <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, yeah, that was a good commute. That was 18 minutes. That was oh, awesome. Oh, that's nice. Matter of fact, I probably got up at 4.30. I remember I used to walk in at 5, and I was on at 6. That's one of those things when you watch any of the shows on HGTV where people are house hunting. Mm-hmm. One of the, I love those house hunting shows. Sure. And they'll be like the husband and wife, and they're talking to the realtor. They're like... We already have a 12-minute commute to work. We do, I know. We do not want to make it any longer. Like, I, what are you talking? We're here in the tri-state area. We're commuting an hour at least each you way. You know where I was actually thinking about looking? It was over the border in Pennsylvania. Seems lovely. It's only 60 miles. It's not that far. Yeah, I'm 60 miles. I know you are. You're right. And it just seems so peaceful and quiet. It's just I can't get over that drive, though. Yeah. Like, just knowing it's a it's a hard hour no matter what. Then if you hit traffic, it gets. But at our time, it should be easy. Then imagine, like, you'd be really going into, your commute would be three different states, starting in Pennsylvania, through New Jersey. That's true. And into New York. That is, what are those tolls? <laughs> That'd be some wild stuff, Jerry. That'd be some wilds. Might actually be cheaper because there'd be no turnpike or parkway. Right. Just go 78. That's <laughs> exactly right. Straight through. Yeah. Uh, you did mention that Aaron Rodgers did his spot on the Pat McAfee show yesterday. And, uh, you know, he, he's a big guy, loves a COVID-19 vaccine situation. <laughs> yes. And now that Travis Kelsey is doing commercials for Pfizer, mm-hmm. and he uh, called him Mr. Pfizer uh, the previous week, 
He now wants to uh, have a debate with Travis Kelsey, a COVID-19 debate, where it would be Travis Kelsey and Dr. Fauci versus Aaron Rodgers and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Right. I'd be into, I'd be interested in that. Yeah. Is I'm that a podcast of, you would listen to? I'm over it. You're done with the I'm, COVID I'm stuff? honestly not even interested. Yeah. No, I'm not. I, I'd be honest, I wasn't interested in Aaron Rodgers yesterday. And if it You're wasn't for him. the fact that we have nothing else going on, <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, that's why I'm playing this today because all this stuff is... You're kind of over him. Yeah, I mean... Because he didn't play. The Jets won in Denver Sunday. All right, so maybe him with what he saw out of the team. Okay, I suppose. But it's like, just go rehab and get back here. You're still sitting in some rehab facility in California with J.K. Dobbins. I don't know. I, I found... I wasn't intrigued by Aaron Rodgers with McAfee yesterday. I just, to me, it was pointless. Didn't have any juice for you. No. He did uh, uh, Instagram out a bunch of black and white photos of himself uh, rehabbing. Good. Very dramatic photos. Anytime sure you go are. black and white, Jerry, that's drama. It looks good. Yeah, it looks crisp and clear. Looks kind of cool. So he's looking to get himself all uh, fired back up. But I, I never don't... liked the black and white photo, though. No? No, because we have color. We have now. color. I don't want to go backwards. Yeah. I like the old photos that were in black and white. They feel very nostalgic and real. That's awesome. I don't necessarily know I need a 2023 photo in black and white. Do you like when they take an old photo and colorize it? I don't. Me neither. I don't. Like that uh, that old baseball Twitter page that I follow, yeah. Twitter handle. Mm, I wanna If I want to see Babe Ruth, it's got to be in black and white. Yeah. Don't colorize it for me. Leave it alone. My parents actually, you know, they got married so long ago, it was still black and white photography. And their wedding photo, back then you would get your black and white photo, and then they would colorize it. Really? So weird. That is very odd. And now we're going backwards, like you said, Jerry. Now now Aaron Rodgers is out there rehabbing, looking for the black and white filter. Is it, I, Maybe you're different, but whenever I think of like life in the 20s and 30s, the images in my head is that everyone lived in black and white. Yes. It's pretty wild, isn't it? Yeah. Like Babe Ruth, he's a black and white guy. Yes, 100%. Or gray, or you know the the black and white photos will also give you some grays. Like I always imagine their uniforms were just these like gray. Everyone was in. Well, the, the Yankees uni- road uniforms were gray. They were gray. Yeah, <laughs> and I guess the Red Sox were as well. That would I don't know it. what the no, I don't know what the Red Sox were. That I don't know. But the Yankee one was that gray wool. <laughs> <laughs> what can we wear here in the summer? That's 104 degrees. <laughs> Put through a straw in this wool. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. If you Think about if you were able to bring Babe Ruth back from the dead and put him into 2023, give him just a new uniform, he would feel like he probably lost 10 pounds. Yeah. Or imagine like he got some of that Under Armour gear. Yes. The, uh, that fle- what do they call that? Fle- the flex wear. Yeah, the flex, flex fit. wear. Yep. Yeah, we'll be like, listen, babe, this is going to wick off your sweat. <laughs> we just wick it away. Like, I don't know what this is, but this is making me feel good. Yep, very different. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Jerry, the Jets are looking for things to do with McCole Harden. Yeah, trade him. Yeah, I <laughs> or guess. Or play him. What? I don't know. Story? Do I they have too know. many wide receivers? 
They've got they Garrett have, Wilson. They do have a they have a very deep receiving core. They they've do. got Cobb. Mm-hmm. They've got Alan Lazard. Mm-hmm. I feel like you could still use McCole Hardman. Wasn't he I, good on the Chiefs? I agree. You could use him. Supposedly he's the one of the most explosive guys when you get the ball in his hands. The problem is he hasn't had a ball in his hands <laughs> and hasn't done anything. But they said he wasn't. He didn't even take. He's only taken like four snaps I or something I, silly. Al, I don't know. I really don't. I said, it's got to be a numbers game with the roster, and I don't know. I don't Someone know. over there, I don't like him. I, listen, the one thing I will tell you is, if you're only throwing the ball, I don't know what Zach Wilson's numbers were Sunday off the top of my head, but let's just for poops and giggles say he threw the ball thirty times. A good handful of those probably went to the running back. I mean, there's only so many guys you can spray the ball around to. Plus, you've got the the tight ends. You, it's not easy when you've got that many guys. I mean, there are times, there are times when your number one receiver doesn't see the ball in a game more yeah, than once. That is strange. Yeah, I mean, whether it's because he's being double teamed or because just he's going against the top cornerback and you're not getting any uh, any uh, separation. Whatever the case may be, you have games where your top guy doesn't get any catches or looks. This is stupid, though. I don't know. Yeah, and then it's, it, equally strange is when you have a game like Jamar Chase had this week where he has like 15 catches. Yeah, and seems like he it's running free. So Kurt Warner, I don't know if this is a new thing now. I know I feel like Brian Baldinger started this, breaking down all the films of these games. Kurt Warner did this for the Cowboys and Niners, breaking down Dak Prescott's game the other night and showing some of the incompletions and, and uh, at least one interception uh, film. And it was unbelievable looking at the overhead how the Cowboy receiver, it was as if the Niners knew exactly where they were going because there was no one open like ever. And it looked like the Cowboys were playing against 15 defenders. And then you've got games like where Jamar Chase will have 15 catches and it's almost like they forgot that Jamar Chase is on the field. It's bizarre. And it's like when you see an offense walk right down the field, open receiver, hand it off, wide open gap to run through, pass it left, no one's on the the tight end I don't. It's. I don't understand. I don't know if it's game plan, lack of preparation. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's strange. Like you're watching a Chiefs game, and Travis Kelsey will multiple times be wide open. You mm-hmm. go. No one has an assignment for their main. Yeah, I would think guy. that's a guy you'd probably want to focus on. Yeah, well, it gets a lot of catches now. That Puka Nuka, Nakua, Puka Nakua. Yes, in uh, San Diego or in L.A. with the Chargers. Yeah, I like that guy. Yep, Puka Nakua. You might want to watch him too. Yeah, exactly. Like cover him. You know what was funny, though, talking about the the Dak thing and guys not being open. So it's just funny the way the algorithm, as they say, I saw on X yesterday. So I see Zach Gelb is doing the afternoon show on CBS Sports Radio. So he puts out a tweet to promote the show coming up. And the first thing was, and there were other NFL things after it, but the first thing was Dallas has got to part ways with Dak. And then right underneath it, it was Kurt Warner how Dak Prescott had no chance Sunday night. <laughs> but it is funny because you watch it and you sit there and say, he's awful. How can you make that throw? You know, get it into the hands of C.D. Lamb. And then you've got a Hall of Fame quarterback showing you, hey, look at the overhead. This guy had no chance. It's just funny how we really don't know what we're talking about. Correct. Most, I'm not saying Boomer. He played. I get it. The rest of us, we're armchair quarterbacks that don't have a goddamn clue what we're watching. Like all those callers to Boston Sports Radio that were screaming yes. for Bill Belichick. How awful Bill Belichick sucks. is all of a sudden. They blow. Yeah, they blow, right? Yeah. That was the guy's. I mean, it really is. It's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But when do you decide, like, it feels like Russell Wilson, like, that he just stinks now. 
But yeah. does he just think I don't now? know. Or is it bad game plan? Are the players not good? Does he not have time to throw? I don't know. Yeah. I'm not watching him in that way. But I will tell you, now that the, what do they call it, the All-22? Yeah, the All-22. I've got to start watching that. Me too. Because the the, the Warner thing to me was so eye-opening. I'm like, why am I not looking at this every week? I don't know. I hear I, Boomer always talks about watching. I hear, I hear Tiki Barber talking about watching the All-22. But they're football players. You know what I mean? Like, they probably yeah. know what they're looking for. Yes. No question. But you know what we what we do have? Eyes that work. I do, especially and if you, when I have these glasses on. So if you watch the All-22 and you see an interception thrown, if you pause it like Kurt Warner was doing yesterday, and it's like, well, where else do you want him to go with the ball? And over here is Michael Gallup, who's basically eating the chest of a defender because he can't get away from him. And over here is uh, Jake Ferguson, who slipped down. And over here, the running back got you know um, chipped on the way out to the flat, so he got knocked on his ass. There's nowhere to go. We can at least see that. Yeah, we may not know what we're looking at, but we can see if people are open or not. I've never even put on the all twenty-two. Like I haven't either. Like, is it just a shot from the sky? I wonder. I think it's the it overhead shot. That. That's what they, that's what he was showing yesterday. So you could see the entire game. That you way? see the entire field. Yeah, but you're watching it from a standpoint of like film, like yeah. tape as opposed to the TV shot where you just see the, the the lines line up and you don't see what happens until the camera follows the ball. Do you ever think sometimes back to uh, however many uh, years ago it was when they didn't have the yellow first down markers on the field? And like how we were watching football, not knowing if guys... Well, it's amazing to me that that's not on the field. What do you mean? Well, that's only on television. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yeah. You're right. The guys running can't see. Like You have to look for the chain. Yeah, they ought to superimpose that on the field for the guys so I can see, like, there's the first down. Let me dive for it. And yet think about how aware they are a lot of times of where they have to get to. Yeah. It is pretty wild. So I, I bet you kids today growing up think that that's actually on the field. I'm not saying all kids, but I'm sure there are some, you know, nine-year-olds that have watched football only this way for yeah. their nine years or seven years or so, however long they're watching, when they go to a football field or go to a stadium for the first time, be like, hey, Dad, where's that yellow line? <laughs> and the dad goes, listen, you dumb nine-year-old. That's <laughs> <laughs> for television. See, now that's why you could be a parent. Good direct conversation. <laughs> <laughs> not beating around the bush. No, you are not. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we've got so much more to get to and so little time to do it in than Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan.